Once Upon a Die is a twisted fantasy adventure podcast meant for adults. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Welcome once again to Ones Upon a Die. I am your host, Sean McCallan. I play Jeff Buffgate. By now, we all know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> let's just get into it. Do yeah, let's, bets let's real quick. Let's kick it off with let's bets. Let's do that. Goonie thinks Halen's going to roll the first one. Right. Travalco's also going to vote Halen. All right, boys. Let's do this. Jeez, I gotta, How's I everybody gotta else write, I got to write this shit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how it's our character thinks that this other character is going to roll a one. Yeah, I don't know why I decided to do so that. Like, I guess I was just kind of narrating it's a bit. so, like, strangely meta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so hey, I, I think you're going to let us down. <laughs> Halen thinks that Melee is going to roll a one. I don't know where we got die from in the world that we're in, but... We were playing how many polar okay. bears around the ice hole. <laughs> All right. Melee thinks that it's going to be Halen. How dare you? One. How dare you? Everyone, me. Everyone is voting Halen. Okay. He thinks it's melee. And then Halen's doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be melee. Voting against Buff, your co-parents? Buffgate, what are you choosing? <laughs> it's exactly the person I would vote against. <laughs> Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? Sorry. Mommy? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jeff Buffgate is going to go against the grain. He's going to say Charvalco. It's going to be wrong. <laughs> DM? I'm going to go for Goonie. That's unfortunate. God is against me this time around, I guess. <laughs> I, I'm going to say Canon. Trivalco doesn't roll ones. <laughs> so he's not allowed in. Starting now, never going to roll a one. Uh, and Knock on wood. Cody and I talked about this. I'm not going to do halfling luck, but Cody did say he was going to find a replacement. Yeah. Racial treat um, for me. All um, right. It's time for some recapping. Last time we left our adventurers, we saw them going across the road, going towards the Crescent Lake City. They came across a group of farmers that had a bit of a case of mistaken identity with your good friend, Schmigley. After the altercation, it was seen by the group that Schmigley may be able to benefit from a bit of training. A lot of chaos ensued, but maybe Schmigley learned a thing or two. From there, Charvalco went and found and met up with Targus. You all decided to try and get some sleep, and that rest point is where we're at now. Who took first shift? Now? I think I did. I with think it Targus, was Charvalco. So, Charvalco, uh, you'll be on first watch of the night. Let me see if there's anything that honestly happens. Uh, it is a quiet night during your shift. After a few hours, you go to wake up Halen. I'll just shake his foot with my foot. (gasps) And then I'll walk away and go lay down. I guess I'll take over now. Wolves come. (laughs) (laughs) No, not wolves. Wargs. They're bigger and worser. Um... I want you to go ahead and give me a perception roll, Balls. Halen. This is where you see the ancient dragons. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you, you just have a chance at uh, getting a little bit of insight. 23. 
23. Oh, yes. You hear a bit of rustling and you notice some shadows lurking in the distance. They are definitely of human form, but... I'm not as an arrow. You see the form of a human in the distance, and as you try to lock eyes with it, it immediately dissipates. That was frightening. How long has it been? Is this the end of my shift? This is about halfway through your shift. All right, I'm going to keep eyes on that section. I'm not going to raise alarms yet because everybody needs their full rest. I'm just going to say that if it's halfway through his shift, you see Goonie get up and go over to his Tesla coil he set up the night before. He's banging away on it and drilling on it and stuff. He just got up early. It's been six hours, right? It's been six hours, yes. Define banging away, because that's going to be a problem camping in the forest if Goonies is always banging away not like, on a Tesla coil. <laughs> what was the weather like the night before? It, it was quite clear. Okay. There's only like atmospheric static that he's been able to gather into the Tesla coil. He kind of just takes the two hours and breaks it down. It's almost like set up like a tripod. So he just spends the early part of the morning doing that. He's the one person that, since he's up, I see him banging around over there. Goon, there's something in the bushes. A bad something? Could be a bad something. You scared? A little bit frightened. You want me to uh, investigate? You want to use that new bow I gave you? I don't know if I want to fire at it yet. I'll go take a look. I ain't scared of nothing. I know. What about things shit. that disappear in the darkness? Oh no, that's terrifying. I don't know if I can handle that. Yeah, a human form that then disapparates. What if it was? What yeah. if it was like a shadow or or trick of the eye? No, or moonlight. I saw or... the glint of its eyes, like a like a cat. Maybe then, maybe it was it, a cat. It disappeared as if a wisp of smoke. You said you'd investigate, right? Yeah, I'll go investigate. I don't have... It, yeah. You can holler if there's a problem and I'll shoot it. Sure. I'll shoot it right sure. between those glinting eyes. Sure. I, I had some stuff. I was trying to... All right, I guess I'll just leave this here. You finish the stuff. Uh, I'll keep an eye on, on the area, scan it, and if if it's getting closer, we can take care of it together. Okay. Sounds good. He pulls the Tesla coil into two halves. And so the top of the Tesla coil has an opening towards the bottom of it. He fits it on like a big exoskeleton arm. And then he takes the other half. Hey, I usually need another hand for this. Can you help me put this on? Yeah. I need you to pay attention or you'll shock yourself. I'm going to use my keen senses. In the darkness, I, I understand the world around me. Okay. To, <laughs> you say that with such confidence. I keep, I, keep, I keep eyes on the bushes, but I can feel the, the butterflies help me. So he helps me, he helps me get the other arm onto my actual flesh arm. All right, so it's two big pieces with a hook and a holder, and you hook it into the back. Okay, I take my eyes off the area for just as long as it takes for me to go and hook the pieces on him. You're strong, right? right. Like, you're not like... You, he, he, he's, you're an elf. How dare you? Right? Well, sorry. It might be a little heavy there for you, bud. Uh, I can, I can take best. care of it. I can take okay. care of it. Uh, it's this one and this one? Yeah. <laughs> Almost, almost. Make a strength check. I had eight. You struggle. It doesn't seem to uh, click. Are they being loud? We're like wrestling over it, in the side. <laughs> not like, I can so tell it's you that, easier um, for him. Targus does come up to you. Hey, Targus. Hey, hey there, bud. I got it. Does he got it? I and I kind of turn my back because I can't see it. 
did, did he hook that in there properly? It's kind of a big deal. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. He grabs a notebook real quick. Make it easier to put on. <laughs> Puts like a note down in his notebook like to make this easier to put on. <laughs> Targus uh, holds out his hand. Go ahead and let me try. Okay. And I turn my back to him and you see it, right? It's super simple. It's just a hook. It's just it's really, really heavy. And you hear a solid click. Yeah. Excellent. And then plug the left side into the right side. He plops it right on in there. So it was like very sluggish and like heavy. And as soon as he plugged it in, it lifts up a little bit, it like animates. All right. You ready to go check these bushes? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll check. We're going to go check the bushes. All right. I will investigate said bushes. I'm going to yeah. keep a little bit of a distance so I can see a wide berth. And I don't want people to come up behind us onto the sleepers. Mm-hmm. And I have dark vision if that makes any difference. Definitely. Uh, you're, it's the middle of the night, so that'll help you a right. lot. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation or perception, whichever is better for you. 16. So, 16. You look around the area that Halen had mentioned to you, and you look down at the ground, and it's it's almost as if, like, a dust devil had rolled through the area, and it seemed to go out into the clearing, away from the forest. I think you're seeing stuff, bud. I mean, there was a little kick up a wind and some dirt but i don't see no people i said they disappear as if of of whiff of smoke i didn't see any smoke i saw dust but wouldn't that go along with the idea that wind was kicked up at the dust oh i see what you're saying that is a possibility however i see nothing so i have to leave you at that i'm not saying you're crazy i'm just saying i don't see what you see i trust you i'm gonna keep an eye on that spot i did my best Thank you. I appreciate you for everything you're doing. Those are cool arms. Thank you. I'm very proud of them. You're real showing off with those things. That's the right arm. <laughs> He's rolling dice. You're going to give us disadvantage on everything with all your noise. Oh, you're all right. I never it, said I was quiet. It's actually relatively quiet. Uh, it doesn't seem to echo. It's like hydraulics. Much. It's like it's not like... He's just rolling to see if it gets stuck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it, did, it actually didn't click all the way in because uh, it's too strong for anyone to do. <laughs> Targus did it with one hand. I, Truth be told, this isn't actually complete. I got a couple more things I need to add to it, but I'm pretty proud of it so far. Wait right. till we get a thunderstorm. Puppy will be purring. That puppy is going to be purring. <laughs> just puppies purr. In this world. It's a fey puppy. Maybe they it's do. A, it's a fey puppy. puppy. Yeah. Are you going to be introduced to purring puppies? Is that what's happening? I'm now. Please don't. Depends like on if you the can, way they are. <laughs> depends on if you can make one of these puppies happy enough to purr. <laughs> After this instance, you don't notice anything else throughout the rest of your shift. All right, still, I'm still on edge. Morning comes. Maybe, maybe a little sore from sleeping out in the wilderness, but Targus walks up into the camp and better get a move on as fast as we can. Morning, May. Morning, uh, Buffcake. Morning. Morning. I was having the best dream. Oh yeah, about what? Mm, tusks. Well, okay. Tusk. <laughs> Buffcat, you got a lot of shit. You need, you're going to be able to pack that up and uh, we ain't got all morning. That's my nice way of saying I'd be willing to help. 
oh yeah, I could use some help. And Jeb starts is, like, is it, he, is it he starts I'd be like, willing to help? The nice way of saying I'd be willing to help. Yeah, <laughs> you got a lot of shit. That's a nice way of saying I'd be willing to help. You see, Jeff like start taking down his like four poster tent. <laughs> He's got a gazebo and an air mattress on that. <laughs> Indoor heater. He even has like nature sounds playing inside to help him to sleep. It makes me so mad. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's Are get we all move packed on. up? Yeah. How are you doing we over there? Going to Crescent Lake. Yeah, we make our yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. Do we do we know that there's cultists there? That's what Schmurgly told us, right? Sh- sh- yeah. Uh, Schmurgle. Schmurgly. Schmurgly. He's fat. Is he still here? Schmurgly. Schmurgly is still traveling with you. Schmurgly, wake up. Schmorgly. Ah. <laughs> hey, Schmigly. You okay, man? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit sore, of course, but uh, I, I believe I can walk throughout the day, yes. All right, good. Just remember yes. what I taught you. Yes, yes, indeed. Ah! I'm, oh. I'm doing it right, yes? Good job, man. Smorgly, you said there was a lot of cultists. How many cultists are at Crescent Lake Town? Well, I couldn't say that they're taking over right now, but um, I could say that there were multiple camps starting to surround. Uh, yeah, sure. It's it's the Crescent Moon Festival, so you're bound to see a few transients coming through into the area. It's pilgrimage, all like all that stuff, but. There were just a few too many fires, if you take my meaning. Schmorgs. How's it going? Ah, actually feeling mighty fine. I have a question for you. Have you ever seen a wraith-like shape disappear like a puff of smoke in the night? Jesus Christ. Around the again. Hey, I saw it. I need to ask other people, too. I actually do remember night. I mean, it seems a little bit weird, but I mean, there's mages and everything around. Unless the guy is not regulated, he came in with such a presence that all the other cultists seemed to worship, almost. They didn't even see him. They immediately dropped to their knees. After his business was done, he seemed to sink into the ground itself, almost. I, I, I don't know what else to tell you, but that... Thank you. Okay, okay. now I'm concerned. Halen, did you see it late at night? Yeah, what are we talking about here? In the bushes outside of camp. I was awake, but I didn't, I didn't see it. Yeah. Maybe it was the last ghost of your dignity disappearing. No, that was gone long time ago. Yeah, back they, in my hometown. Believe me, I can relate. They ripped that out of you at Blightwatch? They ripped that out of me when I was but a child. Are you crying? Always. <laughs> We keep walking. There, we keep there. walking. They're there. Uh, Let's just was, go, guys. I was going to say. Miggly pats you on the back. and Charvalco. We can have our just, therapy session later, but let's go. Do you believe me? I mean, I don't know. I feel like Melee should take the reins on this, but if there's a lot of cultists, we're probably not going to be welcome in town. How far away are we from town right now? You're about a day's we're, journey. Oh, oh, shit. We, then we got the whole day to plan. Never mind. We'll just figure it out when we get closer. Jeff, do you have any disguises or something? Can you make us look like cultists? I have a cultist robe that I grabbed Good. and a dagger. All right. Oh, wow. That's so handy. Yeah. Good job on you. Yeah. Now, Jeff, what about the rest of us? Um, I have disguised uh, self, so I can disguise myself right. as a cultist. I have disguised self. I, I can disguise myself disguised as your self. dad as a cultist. I... <laughs> <laughs> You're just my dad in everything. It just doesn't even matter. You guys are cultists. I'm your hired sword. That works. That's our oh, story. I, I, We're I do have a disguise kit, though. All right. I have a disguise kit. All right. Let's head to this Crescent Lake. Targus, you clearly know where you're going, so we'll follow you. 
we also got to nab one of these cultists alive, just reminding y'all. It had to be alive, right? Yeah. Okay. Are you hunting the cultists, the mortal hand? Lightly. Hunting is such an aggressive word there. More like, um, Jeff, what do, why don't you Jeff, explain? the face of our company. <laughs> I'd say it's more taking an interest Taking an interest in the mortal hand. Do you we, understand? We're bird the, watching. We're bird watching. Fatally. <laughs> fatally bird watching. We have a cultist bingo card that we, we want to <laughs> fill out. The mortal hand is the center space. Are you looking to follow the mortal hand? What do you mean follow? We are leaders, not followers. Although I'm following Melee. If anything, we want the mortal hand to follow us. <laughs> that's That's not true. We are in line with some people who seek to defeat the mortal hand. Investigating into their whereabouts and activities. Me and Melee also took a job with somebody who would like one alive. Did we not tell you guys that? Alive. I don't think so. Uh, uh, um, what I are mean, you talking about, oh. Char? <clears throat> I mean, uh, I did not what are you talking realize about? For the purpose so that we could get more robes. Nothing. So that we could all have yes, you know, it's, outfits. It's more robes. robes. They don't need to be alive for you to take the robes off. Correct. Right? How did we you get the robe you just, already have? That guy just agreed dead. we weren't killing them. Anyways. But you want one alive for information, I imagine. What? Are you going to torture him? Is that bad if I say yes? Probably. But look, these Depends. guys are trying to take over the world, right? Like, Wouldn't we, we be just together? as bad as the bad guys if we start torturing people? <sighs> Might as well just put an arrow between his eyes and end it. How else are we going to get information about them? I'm not saying torture people. To be entirely honest, the cultist is the first time I've ever mm. actually stabbed a person, let alone killed anybody. So You're very I'm still okay dealing with, with that. that I'm right still now, dealing with that like. mentally. I'm just not as emotional as you are, Van Halen. Anyway, One, it's just Halen, okay? My middle name's Van. And I just would like you to get that straight for the future because it's all we're becoming friends. It's hurtful to get someone's name wrong. I still think of you as a friend, Halen. You're a very good friend, yes. All we right. may have only been traveling for a few days, but I, <laughs> all right, guys, I trust you. Thank you so much. I'll give. I like give Buffgate a look while we're walking. Buffgate, did you know anything about this? Nope. So I thought we were just just trying to get the information uh, from the. That's what I thought. Yeah, I didn't realize we might be able to talk to the rest of the group about it later. Yeah, no, I'm not. You're I'm just not continue. A killer. I'll, yeah, neither am I. I'll tell Targus it's new. We're trying to figure out our role still. So long as you're not getting tied up into... Absolutely not joining the cultists, at least not in any way that is genuine. If it's for the purpose of gathering information, playing a role to learn something, then perhaps, but I, we're not even close to that yet. I would like to talk to Melee, though. Yeah. <laughs> in quiet. What are, do you are, need? are we not supposed to tell people? About about that, I don't see any reason why we should hide it. I mean, what happens when we decide to take a, a live cultist with us, and then we are we just not going to explain that? Yeah, look, I I know these the people working for they're pretty uh, notorious. Okay, but how are we going to explain that to everybody else? I mean, I think it's pretty easy. I don't think anybody's going to fight that. Just be like, hey, look, we took a gig. They're looking for the mortal hand. They're going to give us some gold in exchange for one alive. I guess we'll just have to split our gold that we get for this one with everyone else. That's Pretty much why I was. I mean, if you if it's gold that you're worried about, then you can keep your half, and I'll split mine, I guess. But I don't see a I don't see any way around telling everybody about it. You make a good point. I mean, it's not that I don't want to share with everyone, but I do have reasons for. I got people defending on me back home. 
No, I, I, I get that. I just. All right. You know what? Fine, Char. Yeah, I'll. I'll tell everyone. I'll spin around on a dime. Be like, okay, everybody, we're taking Occultus alive. <laughs> I was just going to say that, Jar, I, but... I thought right. we were trying to keep most of the cultists alive. I, okay, I so... I personally thought we were going to sneak past the cultists. All right, so, guys, I didn't tell you this, but um, I kind of got in with some people not so savory types in the past and they want a cultist alive and they're paying us to get one to them do you need our help you know what yeah yeah we didn't really get a chance to talk about it it happened during that whole bar fight yeah when you guys were that was fun i remember that that was i knocked that dude right in the kisser and he fell over i'm only trying to protect you guys because these guys are notorious i don't think we get in the habit of making deals with them it just kind of worked out for the moment all you had to say was that you need help, and I'll help you. Yeah, I mean, I ain't got nowhere else to be. You know, this is new territory for me. I'm not used to asking for help, so I'll accept your help. <clears throat> and um, doesn't say anything less about me, so yeah. I'd be happy to help figure out how we can uh, get more money from him, too. <laughs> and we gotta get your hat back, too. Oh, fuck, that's right. Guys, we have to bring this cultist alive. Where's your hat? I put it as collateral. So, the plan is to get down there, get a cultist, get out. We'll no, get information. We, and I think we still need to meet with whoever we're meeting. Well, and I'd pull out the map. We stay on the road for about a day. I assume we've been walking this whole time, right? Yeah. You've been definitely walking okay. during this entire conversation. Unnecessarily standing at uh, camp still through all of this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. So, we've been through a lot, right? Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, We've been through a lot. And, um... Yes, the trauma bond is very real. I guess leaving the city was kind of traumatic or eventful, if you want to put a positive spin on it. What are we doing? I was waiting for you to say something. Uh, yeah, just, you're about to talk. Yeah, I've just been... We've been walking. And I forgot. To, I think we're going to the Crescent Moon Institute to yeah. meet Professor Black. Yes. That's and then right. we're going to let Schmigley try and get a job with I got that. Why are we going to the middle of a hand encampment? A hand campment, uh, if you will. I get all that. I just thought you guys were saying that we're sneaking into a oh, mortal hand encampment. We didn't have oh, a plan yeah. yet. Yeah, and I think it's because, well, mortal hand, hand is everywhere in this town. We don't want to stick out. We want to blend in. So, just in case, as we get closer in. Then I do know what we're doing. Okay. Sorry about the confusion. If we can get more information on the mortal hand from Bardford, would it not be more prudent to do that first? Or is this a time-sensitive situation? I think Crescent Moon is definitely a whole lot closer than Bardford is. Okay, uh, that makes Bardford sense. would take probably closer to a week to oh. get to, whereas you're about a day away from Crescent Lake. Cool. <laughs> can I talk to Targus? Yeah, boy. I was just hoping you could tell me more about what you know of the Echo Knights in Crystal Lake. What I know about the one knight there. I mentioned before that he was going to Coven Corp. This information is between you and me, you understand? Of course, of course. If you tell any of your friends here, that's it between you and me. I have searched too long and too hard for the Echo Knights. I need your word. You absolutely have my word. Just to be clear, the only person I know in this group is Jeff. And me and him are just work friends. Everybody else is brand new. I don't trust anybody with any of this information. The Echo Knights, they are masters of time. They have gone throughout generations and generations. This knight supposedly 
was there during the dropping of the Great Bomb. Do you have a name? Um, while they're having a conversation in the back, I'm in the front next to May, and I'm just going to tug on your waistband. Yeah. And I'm not looking at her. I'm looking straight. I don't know if I can trust that guy. What guy? And I walk ahead. Uh, what what guy? I don't answer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there's at least three guys here. That are <laughs> she, she turns around. She's like, what? Which fucking guy? Yeah, I'm like, still crying. Yeah. You mean crying Haley? Haley's crying. Jeff's you got exactly, Schmigley and Schmorgley yeah. on each arm, and you're like, <laughs> you mean? And I point to them. No, those Schmigley guys. They're just no, punching Jeff. each other in the dick. None of the people she's questioning are Targus. Targus, Char, uh, I'm clearly not a guy. Let's talk before we go to bed tonight. Okay. Uh, we go back. Targus replies, Calvan. Calvan. Seen his name across multiple letters distributed out to the only seal that I've known the Echo Knights to hold. What does that look like? It's... The shape of a circle with an hourglass uh, centered in the middle of it. Why are you looking for the Echo Knights? I'm looking to find a way to bring either someone back from the past or for me to go back. And I believe one of the Echo Knights may be able to help me in that journey. I have a deal with one of my employers. Well, certain information that I have gathered throughout, I don't know, years decades. This information would be very valuable to the Echo Knights. The more I tell you about my employer, the more danger you and your friends come in. Best if I kept certain things in the dark. I respect that, but to be completely honest, the Echo Knights are the gateway to everything else for me. So without that, my life doesn't really matter much. Rest assured, boy, that's where our path lies. Okay. As the day goes on, there isn't any sort of altercations. You come upon your next camping spot. Do we uh, not make it to Crystal Lake tonight? There is a mountain range that lies right up, right along the border of the south end of Crescent Lake that you can see out in the distance. About how far does Crescent Lake look to be? You'll be able to make it there tomorrow. Like several hours? Easy. Okay. So skipping a jump from here, folks. Probably set up camp for the night. Hey, yeah, I say we set up camp here. It's a good place to... Okay, who's taking first watch? You know what? I can. I, I can take first watch. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you know what, Goonie? Why don't you and I take first watch? Okay. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> She's forceful. <laughs> Uh, by the way, do you mind helping me take this off? I don't want to ask one of the dudes oh. again. Oh, sure. Uh, uh, there you go. That Jesus. Uh, the other guy couldn't even twist the thing on. My sister could do that in her sleep. I'm just sitting there, devastated. Especially after the, my sister could do that in her sleep. Devastated. I'm not saying a word. Targus uh, goes back into the outskirts of the camp once again. He's looking up to the stars and seems to be praying. Jeff Upgate starts setting up his ridiculously elaborate camp. Yeah. <laughs> He's got like little lights that go across the front of the canvas <laughs> and an air mattress got that's blowing up REI. inside. <laughs> this, this, is, this is just Smores. for my comfort. <laughs> He bought everything from REI. Yeah. <laughs> so you're glamping, basically. He's glamping. Yeah. 
Guni and May, yep. go ahead. I want both of you to give me uh, perception checks. Thirteen. Twelve. Seems a pretty quiet night um, in the far distance. You can see a few fires that in the hills. It looks like we're going to be coming upon some folks here. Yeah, I wonder if, um, well, I guess the question is, are they a friend or are they not friend? Yeah, that's the question I've been asking myself all day. What did you want to talk to me about? So he sits down in the grass and makes sure that no one else in the camp is stirring before he continues. And he's going to take his metal arm off and you literally see like it's all the way up to the shoulder, completely gone. Just so that you know I'm being honest, this was an accident. And I have absolutely no memory of how it happened. I do not think that Charvalco is being honest. When we were in the tower with Schmigley, he tried to steal from me. And also, when I tried to have a private conversation with Xavier, he stayed in the room without me knowing. Now, he's come forward and had a conversation with me about these things. But these city folk tend to be pretty manipulative Considering the information we received today that you were trying to keep hush-hush along with him, I felt like my best shot for not getting stabbed in the back was to be direct with you about the events that had transpired. I just don't know what to make of this, and I'm alone and at a loss in this city, or the city we were just in. I have no problem trusting y'all and uh, getting to where we want to get to. However, I'm not an idiot, and... I have plenty of targets on my back from plenty of people that I don't even know. Those are my concerns. Well, since you came clean to me, I feel like I should come clean to you. So I'm laying everything out on the table. Um, and uh, let's just say this. It's hard to be moral in the city, especially where me and Char come from. It's not the best part of town, as you can already see, as you've already seen. Basically, it's kind of a doggy dog world. But about that... I kept that from you because I I used to be a guard in the city, part of the city watch. Moved from a shitty town in the Blight Watch Kingdom, trying to make it in the big city. And, uh, well, turns out the reality was not quite the same as what I'd hoped for or thought of. Um, got into some things I shouldn't have been getting into, and it went way, way up to the top. I started asking questions where I should have been asking questions, and then next thing I know, I was uh, kicked off the city guard. I also have a elderly parent back home, and a sister with a baby on the way, and a kid. They say they're doing well, but I, I can tell they're not. I, they need me, and um, I, the people that Char and I were doing this job for, they're the, well, they're the mob. They run our part of town. In any case, I kept that from you because I didn't want you knowing that that about me. And also, um, <clears throat> I need the money to support my people. But as I've been traveling around with every one of you all, I'm starting to learn that I can't do everything on my own. That's oh, <clears throat> this is a new thing for me. So may <laughs> uh, uh, just unscrews her flask and takes a swig. And as for Char, I don't know much about him. I all I know is that I can, I can tell he's had a hard life. Most of the kids in that part of town and our part of town have tough lives. Whether or not he's gonna stab you in the back, that remains to be seen. But all I know is that um, kid have, definitely has his own motivations. That's what I can tell. 
He's just staring at you blankly. And if you remember, I've got like these big canister goggles on. So it's, it's like he's got a real poker face because there's like no mm-hmm. way to tell. He lifts him up and you see his eyes, which are shined, which is how he can see in the dark. And he's just staring right at you. I also have a sister. And he puts his arm back on and he takes his cartographer case. It pops open and he shuffles out and 10 gold coins fall on the ground. He scoops them up and he hands them to you. I hope to see her again one day. And then he gets up and walks away. Uh, hey, hey, I, I, I can't take this. I don't need money. Do you want to find your sister? I do. Very badly. Well, do you have any leads? I don't. That's the conversation I had with Xavier. I was hoping him being the head of IHOP that maybe he would have heard. Thing is, is I don't remember anything from more than six months ago. I, I woke up, I was lost, and then I was captured, and I escaped, and then I ended up in the Generic Empire, and now I'm with you guys. That's <laughs> pretty much been the last six months of my uh, experience. Well, maybe when the people were seeing um, these fancy magic people, maybe they can help. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know much about this stuff. I tend to stay away from it, but, you know, maybe, you know, one of these fancy folk can help you. I hope so. It's the only thing that I remember from before is that I had a, a sister. I can see her look, looking down at me, and I, she was very sweet to me. And she, I think that she took care of me after I had, after, and he motions to his metal arm. When this whole thing happened, I think that she, I don't, I think maybe she saved my life. Well, find a way to either find your sister or at least find out what happened to her. And, you know, first we gotta, you know, first we gotta, we cover your memories, I think. At least you might remember something about her. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, sorry about all that. I appreciate that. You wanna, wanna drink? May hands her flask towards Goonie. I'm okay, thank you. As the night goes on, a few more hours pass and the next shift comes up. Who was on second shift? I'll do it. I was not, <clears throat> I just gro- get, get up groggy. So, um, Halen, go ahead and give me a perception check. Thirteen. Thirteen. Out in the distance. Oh, fuck it. Goddamn. I swear (laughs) to God, I see glinting eyes. And you don't see anything at first. You do hear a set of worn-down boots clamping down the road and it seems to muffle at a point you can only imagine that these boots turned off of the road they get louder and louder as you see in the distance the shape of a man long hair very dusty trench coat the man seems veiled in shadow and he's coming towards your camp um Sorry, real quick before, because this sounds like it's going to get serious, possibly. You said we found a campsite that was next to a small grouping of trees, right? Yes. Okay. Travalco is laying in the tree canopy, looking at the sky. I'm going to start going toward the shape that's walking toward us. Because he seems like he's trudging. He doesn't seem like he's charging. He He's not charging by he's any trudging, means. So. Yeah, but he's at a very steady, long pace. Yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna show any form of aggression. I'm just going to walk up like a mono e mono. You come 
cross each other probably within a minute, I would say. As you get closer, he he seems to take a little bit more form. Give me either an insight or a perception roll. 19. 19. For insight. As you get closer, you can see his eyes, but his face almost seems formless up into the point that he gets within a personal range and it takes form. And he looks at you. The first thing that you notice is a, a very confident grin. He looks at you and he's like, well, hello there. You've been following us. Can't say that I haven't been following you. I noticed you from a ways back. Just wanted to uh, introduce myself. Name's Randall Sand. Randall Sand? A lot of people around these parts call me the Sandman. I know it's strange, but <laughs> people will give you any title that they please nowadays, it seems. It's got a nice ring to it, Sandman. It's definitely scratching off of the surface, but I mean, if it sticks, it sticks, right? Well, Randall, my name's Halen Van Lichtenstein. You can call me Halen. Pleasure to meet you, Halen. And he reaches out his hand. Halen reaches out his hand also. Give me a will save. Yeah, so saving throw, wisdom. Just plus three. 21. 21. Well done. As you take Randall Sand's forearm in a forearm handshake, like almost like predator style, you know, like he looks you dead in the eye and you stare at him right back. You feel a chill in the air go across, but you're unfaltered. And he cocks his head to the side. And he's like, you know, you seem of a different sort. Did you have a plan for me? Well, I didn't before, but maybe now. Do you like to uh, maybe talk a bit? Depends. Seemed like you thought something else was going to happen to me with this handshake. And I'm here with friends. I would like to see them not put in danger. I imagine we can work out some sort of deal. It depends on uh, what sort of company you keep around, of course. But I have my own company as well. I don't know what it is about you, but you just strike me as someone so familiar to me. He seems to be really searching, like, your eyes, your face, like, looking you over. And, like, almost as if a memory is fully escaping him. You said you're keeping company. Are they surrounding us too? I've got to keep my own as imagine you keep your own. I don't know who you are. That's why I want to come up to you first and just talk. I noticed you from afar and would you happen to be heading up to Crescent Lake by any chance? What do you know about Crescent Lake? Not any much more than the uh, average Joe might not know. It's a place of magic. There's a big festival that's about to happen there. A big festival that's about to happen? Oh, yes. The Crescent Moon Festival. Forgive me. I'm not from around here. It's fair. It doesn't look like you are of the uh, Easterner sort. Forgive my terminology, if you will. Forgive. I appreciate it. You see, there is a festival that happens once every five years or so, where the crescent moon lines up perfectly with the island in the middle of Crescent Lake. 
And it is said that there are strong magics that are able to occur during that time. Well, that's obviously why the great witches of Coven Corp decided to set up their headquarters just in the city. You said you just know about as much as the average Joe. Did you travel here? Or are you from around? I'm from everywhere. I've traveled all across the sphere. And he shows you his uh, boots and you can see the heels are worn down almost to the point of breaking. Is Travelco close enough to hear them? Give me a perception check. Uh, dirty 20. At this point, I would imagine that you would have been able to pick up on the conversation. Yes. Okay. You're a bit too far to see, but you can, it's a quiet night and you can hear, I don't want to cause any trouble. I would actually love if we could join forces, if you will. You say you're going to Crescent Lake, right? What, what is your business there? Didn't say I'm going, just wanted some information about it. I may or may not be on my way there with my friends. Ah, I see. You, as a traveling man, can understand. Speaking to a stranger in the night is not necessarily the safest thing for a traveling group. I mean no disrespect. I just have to look out for my own. I'm looking out for my own as well. I would prefer if there were as few altercations as possible. I would agree with that. As a man of the watch, I... I imagine you don't want as many altercations as possible, right? <laughs> what do you know about the Men of the Watch? Ah, oh, they're legendary warriors, aren't they? You wouldn't be able to beat back an army of undead without being so, am I right? Have you seen them? Oh, I have definitely met me a few watchmen in the past. And they told you these stories? I hear stories everywhere. We may be on our way to Crescent Lake. Did you have a plan? Every man has a plan. But, I mean, who am I to share a plan with a stranger after all? True. If you don't mind me asking, who's the enemy? And why should I choose you? Who's the enemy? You said that you're protecting your people. Must be against somebody, correct? It depends on what you see as a person, of course. It's a pretty sticky situation you're getting us in here. Why do you keep yourself veiled? I'm standing right before you. I'm right here. I'm not hiding from you. I came walking up to your camp to introduce myself. We'll have to roll a perception check to know that uh, Char is behind me, uh, trying to look. I was going to ask if I can make a stealth check to try and sneak a little closer. Stealth check, perception. Ooh, well, yeah. 18 on the die, plus... Plus eight, so 20, 26. You seem pretty hidden uh, to me. Uh, what are you looking at there, Halen? 16. Um, how close can I get to them? I'd say you were able to get about 50 feet away. Not veiled to me now. Only after I approached. Why keep a veil of night in front of your eyes, trudging through the streets? And yeah, we all got to work towards our strengths. Am I right? I'm sure you have your strengths and you use them as well. Yeah, but still visible to me. I usually use my strengths to keep hidden from people who might have prying eyes. I want to let you know that I'm friendly and I'm not looking for any trouble. With that in mind, I'm hoping that you will take my warning that 
you wouldn't want to go to Crescent Lake right now. How would you feel about meeting a few of my company so I can get their ideas? Well, I see no problem with that. I mean, by all means, you can talk with your company as you see fit. With you? You'll invite me to your camp? I appreciate it. That's actually, that that is the sign of trust that I was just talking about. Let's go talk with the rest of your company. Let's go. You go moving off into your camp. I'm going to walk very loudly Good. toward the camp. Goon, I can tell you that you would be able to hear this, possibly. Uh, Charvalco, you are following behind Randall. Yeah, I, wa- I want to stay coming from the backside. Okay. As the two of you approach the camp, you can see Targus immediately bolt up forward from a prone position, immediately to his feet, hand on his sword. And as you get closer... I'm gonna stop you can when I see, see Randall look at Targus. Because I noticed Targus because he popped up, bolt. So, one of those situations of I'm going to stop and put my hand out. Randy, why would one of my men have reason not to trust you? Well, well, well. Is that Targus I see? And Targus is looking, Randall Sand, he's looking in his general direction, but he seems to be looking past him. And his hand is on his sword. Try not to look him in the eye. It's a little too late for that, Targus. You don't know what this thing is capable of. Can I be within like 15 feet of them? Since, I, since they would have passed me and I would have been following them back. I would ask for one more stealth check. Okay, what about tw- how far, how close can I be without redoing the stealth check? <laughs> it would be about thirty feet. I'm sleeping. I am also <laughs> asleep. But you are talking across from one another. I'm speaking like full voice. I was clomping my way back to <laughs> camp. Let's uh, let's go again. Everybody, yeah, everybody, uh, everybody that is asleep, give a perception check to see if you wake up or not. <laughs> Fourteen. Ten. Both what I rolled ten. and my passive is ten. Oh. Well, my passive is thirteen, but I rolled an eight. I. This does honestly. I would probably take this all back and take a. Take it as a passive as it is. Most everybody in the camp seems awake at this point. I'm king of the rats. <laughs> Jeff and Melee give me a will check. A wisdom wisdom saving throw. 13. 13. Four. Mm. Jeff, Halen, Charvalco, you feel another chill wind flick at your backs and you can feel the goose bumps as they rise up off your skin. Melee, you wake up from your dreamlike state and you look directly at Randall Sand. You see his face morphs and changes and swirls around his eyes as they get larger and larger. And he seems to be coming directly at you. What do you do? Um, so as a bonus action, my eyes kind of go wolf-like. I start growling like, Rrr. 
and then something about me changes and basically I go into a blood wrath guardian so I uh, feral feral trance that's what I go into oh I thought I was going to be welcomed with open arms seems your friend is uh, hostile that's the thing about her she's the most even keel of all of us so what did you do to her and before he can answer, I say, don't look in, don't look at his face. It's all fucked up. Yeah. Can I do an insight check? I would allow that. 19. You can see Randall staring both melee and targets down with just a malicious grin on his face. There is nothing natural about the way that he is looking at the two of them. And then my growl, I start growling louder like... I suggest you you put your dog on a leash. You might want to cool it with the shit-eating grin, buddy. Ah, come on. If I'm happy, I'm smiling. Can't help but be happy in times like these, am I right? Why don't you go ahead, y'all go to sleep, and I won't have to bring my boys in on this. Halen, where'd you find this clown? Remember when I was talking about the guy in the bushes? I could never say that I was in any bushes. You don't tell the truth a lot, do you, Randy? Oh, I tell plenty of truths. Just depends on how far you stretch them. How about you tell me what your plan is with Crescent Lake? And if you say anything about my friend being a dog again, I put my sword to your throat. Can I make an insight check on Randall? I'm trying to sense if I can feel an attack coming. I would allow that. That's so heavy. (laughs) 15. Randall is in a defensive stance. He's not ready to attack, but you can see that there are multiple shapes surrounding the camp. I think Charvalco's going to make a sneak attack. (laughs) Give it a roll. That's a 19 on the die. You slide up and you stab Randall directly in the back. The blade slides into his spine. But the thing is, it seems to go in a little bit too easy, too freely. You can see Randall's entire torso turn around 180 degrees. And he looks directly at you. Can I cast Moments of Ink? Yes. Okay. I cast Moments of Ink. So time freezes. Charvalco leaves his range. That's a cantrip, so that would be my bonus action. So I couldn't hide as well. No. I'll just step back like 10 feet. Okay. Out of range. Yeah, you see him snap his entire back and looks directly at you. Now that wasn't too kind now, was it? I'll look at everybody else. The camp is surrounded. Everybody roll initiative. (laughs) Your plan when the camp was surrounded to stop the negotiations? That's a one. Oh, that's, you got our, it right. that's our one. You got it right. No. Oh, you, it was on. Oh, okay. Who, who voted for Buffgate? No one. No one voted for Buffgate. No one bo- voted oh. for Buffgate. So, so everybody all... gets a disadvantage <laughs> on the next roll. Oh. What, what were we just rolling? Insight. In, initiative. Uh, initiative. Initiative. Yeah, initiative. Oh. So that doesn't have any ads to it, right? Uh, your dexterity, actually. Yeah, your dexterity yes. modifier. The dexterity? I got a, I got a 12 mm. for initiative. So yours is probably higher than most. <laughs> so so my total initiative is three, but with a one. Total initiative is 23. 
I'll just take my place up in the back. <laughs> I'm still uh, wiping the sleepies out of my eyes. I'm um, still asleep. Do you have a zero initiative? He hasn't woken up. He, was, haven't, oh, he was asleep. Right, right, That's right. right. I was like, how did you? Yeah, I had a passive so, perception of 10. <laughs> that will. I had, uh, I had an idea. Melee. Did um, not involve 20. Getting a mess for 20. Wow, good job. Hargus is going to get an 11. Gonna need to make one more roll off melee. <laughs> no way. One. No. I rolled a one too. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> okay, uh, that's gonna be another roll. Uh, <laughs> okay. 10. That was a nine. Okay. Oh. Okay. Uh, so you'll be going after the Schmiglish Morgels. So initiative order will be Halen first, Melee, the Schmigs brothers, then one of the enemies, Charvalco, Targus, more enemies, more enemies, Buffgate, and Goonie at the tail end. So Halen. You've got five other people besides Randall Sand surrounding your camp. Damn. I'm casting Ensnaring Strike. Okay. Uh, That's the bonus action. And uh, I'm going to go for Old Boy in the back. This one right here? Yeah. Uh, That would be with your bow. Yeah, with my bow. And I get a plus one to attack and plus one to damage because he upgraded my bow. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. That hits... As you shoot him, you see it connects right on the boot, right where you aimed. But he rips the arrow out of the ground and continues at a very steady pace. Go ahead and give me damage. Six. Not bad for rolling a one, dude. Six damage for rolling a one. That's not bad minimum damage. Yeah, holy crap. We're going to move on to melee. So I move here. I have 40 movement speed now because I'm a beast. (laughs) (laughs) And then as my bonus action, I'm going to get Warden's Mark. So basically what that does is uh, any creature I mark within five feet of me has disadvantage on any attacks it makes against my allies. Gotcha. And and is that a turn or do I get another attack roll? Movement would not take up your action. Okay, So you could... What uh, you did a mark? So is it? Is that a bonus action? It's is a, bonus it a bonus action. Yeah. Okay. Bonus so you would yeah. still be able to attack. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. All right. Shit. <laughs> Does a twelve hit? Twelve hits. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Awesome. Just hits. All right. Cool. So then. Do these guys just look like cultists? Actually, they seem more like the mercenary type. They seem like hired swords. None of them are in cloaks. Seven damage. Seven damage. They're Dang. bandits. You, you, you kind of fucked one of these people up. And then at this point, I'm like kind of, and I'm still growling, still maybe a bit salivating now. <laughs> this is on to the Schmigs brothers. Dick punch time! <laughs> <laughs> dick punch here, get your dick punch here. <laughs> Schmigly does not take even a second guess before he runs up and helps his new adoptive mommy trainer and uh, goes and attacks this bandit. Does Schmigley have monk classes now? Not yet. (laughs) Flurry of blows! (laughs) (laughs) Little speed bag action. Unfortunately, just as anyone could expect, Schmigley hits him like a wet paper towel, just 
<laughs> I really want Schmigly. So Schmigly was going for the dick punch, and then he opened up his fist. <laughs> well, he tried to do the thing where you like you barely smacked the tip of it, and it hurts real bad. Tried to flick it. Just it didn't pan out. I think Schmigly should get stunning strike only. <laughs> That's the only thing he gets the entire campaign. It's just... Oh, man. Schmorgs runs into the patch and disappears. Fake ass, scared ass. Oh, yeah. He, he runs, like, he sees his brother dive right into battle and he runs the opposite direction into the trees. I'm not helping him. And he's again. sweating just the entire time. This isn't my fight. I didn't sign up to this. Is Schmorkly just Cartman? I quickly say, Schminkly, dude, you better get out of here. Go after your brother. Protect him. I got this. I've got this. Okay, you, you got oh, this, God. man. All right, I'm right behind you. He's got this. Let's do this as a team. Don't worry, he my learned, brother can take care of himself. He learned a little more from me, too. <laughs> you go low, I'll go even low. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes into this berserker right here. Oh, crap. Was that you? No, Char- this or, is, this I is. think that's Targus? It might have just been an extra. So, um, just berserker. The, ra- the random hobo sitting yes. in our <laughs> Who's that guy over there eating our chicken? <laughs> Cannon fodder. Keep him. This guy runs in and goes to attack Targus. That's a hit. Uh, that was 15 to hit. That's going to be 1d12. On Targus? D12. Oh On Targus? Five. Eight. On Targus. Targus is actually a big boy. Yeah, his uh, name reminds me of a character from Dark Souls. And that guy was a unit. So <laughs> I just assume that Targus unit is the same. Means had one. Yeah. Um, Melee, you're pretty solid on your own, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I have so, 35 hit points. So. I'm glad you kept going. So you're pretty solid. Yeah. Um, <laughs> As a lady, right? You can, you're just solid. No, that's not, that's what? not what I meant at all. I meant as a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> PG, this is a family show. You can, Next up in the initiative, though, is Charvalco. So I am going to run over to this guy. 17, that is. Four, so seven to hit. Two weapon fighting as I use my bonus action to swing, right? Uh, did you attack with your rapier? Or yeah, what? I attacked with my rapier. Yeah, your rapier. Oh, so you can use a dagger, right? Your yeah. rapier is not light, though. You need to attack with oh, two, two light. That's weapons. right. Got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, you can oh, use yeah. your bonus action for something else. Like- yeah, yeah, I'll just take a bonus action high. Okay, go ahead and give me a stealth roll. If you will. I was going to say stealth roll. (laughs) (laughs) You failed your stealth roll. I got a 20. I don't care. Uh, 12 is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. You hide successfully. So we'll go on to the next in line. That's going to be Targus. And uh, he's angry that he just got stabbed in the side. He's going to turn around and attack Oh, he misses hard with a three plus two. Yeah, five misses. But he does have multi-attack. So 
He's an accomplished fighter. That one hits. That's going to be a D8. That'll be eight damage to this one. That guy was already hurt too, right? He was already hurt by Halen's ensnaring arrow from my bow. And my axe. And my sensible organization. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to go on to the mercenary's turn. The first bandit is going to attack melee. Does a 17 hit? Uh, yeah. Six damage to melee. Okay, that just brings me down to 29. Okay. Still more than the max. Owie. (laughs) (laughs) Second one goes off to Halen. Oh, no. You're flanked. Oh, you're lucky because he just rolled an eight. That doesn't hit. Uh, Third one goes running off. So he gets an opportunity attack? So, mm-hmm. yes, oh. Charvalco gets an opportunity attack. As the, and, as and, he, the, and he's hidden, so he gets get advantage. And nice. you are hidden, so and you get a sneak, sneak advantage. Yes. A 19 on the die, plus six. <gasps> oh, roll again to see if you can get a crit. Oh, yeah. oh I have... That's a 16 on the die. Okay. So 19 on the die, so... 19 plus six, you say? Yeah. So that's a hit. So nice. I roll... So, a D8 for my rapier plus 2D6? Mm-hmm. Plus 2D6, yes, sir. I got, a, I got a one. So five for the rapier damage. So eight damage total. Eight. You see this bandit start to charge after Jeff, and you jump on his back and stab him, and he falls to the ground. Nice. That nice. one is gone. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I, I, tur- I turned to, to Charvel. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just standing there outside of your four-star tent. <laughs> so wearing my pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a teddy bear in one arm and tea in the other. He's like, holy shit. He hasn't cocked his finger guns yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with his sleep, like his sleep blindfold too. <laughs> yeah, blindfold is still on. Um, I don't get a bonus act. This is just my reaction. That was just a reaction. So it'll be on to the fourth mercenary who will go and attack Targus. A miss. They're like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) That'll be on to Randall Sand's turn. And Halen, run. He he loses sight of Charvalco, but he's snaps back at Halen. You know, I think my boys can handle this. I've got more important things to do. It's like almost as if his entire form melts into the ground. He is replaced by nothing but a dark shadow. Is that something that Halen could get an opportunity attack on? I'll allow it. Dirty 20. Battle hits. Give me damage. Seven. Seven? All right. Buffgate. I toss my, like, bear down. Be like, are you serious? You creepy, shadowy motherfucker! And I'm going to use unsettling words. It uses one of my bardic inspirations. I roll a d6. So he gets a minus three to his next save. I'm going to say, hold it! (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to use cast hold person. He makes a save. DC 13, but he has a minus three. Okay, so... Uh, Wisdom save. That's a a 19. Goon, give me a luck check or perception, however you feel to wake up. 
I rolled high, so I don't have my exoskeleton on because I don't wear my stuff to bed. <laughs> and I look around and I see that Targus is surrounded by a berserker and another bandit. Buffcake, you want to clue me in on what the hell's going on here? And he takes his metal arm. His hand starts spinning really, really fast and you start to see static electricity come off of it. And he takes his other arm and he smacks his hands together. So I'm going to use Thunder Wave and hitting the two guys in front of us. Okay. It's- Kill guys that aren't us. <laughs> Got it. 14 con save. Berserker passes with a nat 20. Fuck. Second roll for the bandit. That's a fail. Read me the language. A wave of thunderous force sweeps out from you. Each creature in a 15-foot cube originating from you must make a con saving throw. On a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away. On a successful save, they take half damage and are not pushed. So I do 2d8, right? I roll 2d8. So eight thunder damage to both of them. Four damage to the Berserker, eight damage to the other guy, and the the other guy is pushed ten feet away. He's looking right fucked up. And then I'm going to turn around, and I see Halen is surrounded by two of them. What the hell you get yourself into? I make this arcing shape with my regular arm and then the metal arm. I'm emitting like a, a force of magnetism towards Halen, so I'm casting Sanctuary. Any creature that makes an attack against him must make a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom 14. On a failed save, they must choose a new target or lose the attack or the spell. Ends when you make an attack. So just keep that in mind. Okay. That'll come back around to Halen, actually. I'm going to shoot a log in the fire so that somebody can grab it. I'm not attacking anything. I'll allow that. Give me a roll. Roll higher than a 10. 20. Oh, you... You split the log. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, please don't split the log. (laughs) I knock Mm -hmm. it into a knot in it. Perfect. That'll be on to melee. Gonna go after that one, so I'm gonna make an attack roll. Does an 11 hit? An 11 does not hit. Damn it. Okay. Well, then I cast, um, as a bonus action, I mark it with my warden's grasp. So basically, now he has to take an action to disengage. He can't move away from me willingly. Gotcha. That's going to go on to Schmigly. And uh, Schmigly goes off for another punch to the nuts. Nat 20. Nat 1. Oh, He does go for like a haymaker overhand. His feet come right underneath him and his face goes directly into the dirt. That will go on to the berserker. He's going to take one of his actions and gain advantage on all melee weapon attack rolls during this turn. And he's going to try and grapple Targus. 18... He grapples Targus, saying, you can see he's got a solid grip on him, and it looks like he's about ready to throw him. He goes in for his multi-attack. Strength track 17 plus 3. Dirty 20. You see this angry berserker pick up this brick house of a man throw him 10 feet into the campfire. (gasps) That's going to be a d4 damage. 
three. At the beginning of Targus's turn, he will be taking a d6 of fire damage. Uh, that's going to be Charvalco's turn now. How is the Berserker and the other guy near Targus looking? Berserker, it looks like he's raging. He doesn't seem that hurt. Bandit the other him. bandit is right fucked up. Travalco's going to cast Misty Step behind this guy here, flanking him with Halen, so I would get sneak attack. You would right. get an advantage, yes. So okay. go ahead and give me advantage on your roll. 21 to hit. 21 hits. Okay. So, so give me your rapier plus your sneak attack. Eight, 18. 18, 18 damage. So I, I think Jaravalka just appears with the rapier in the guy's throat. Oh, yeah. You you stab him like <laughs> through the back of the head and through the eyeball and it pokes the eyeball out. He dies immediately. <laughs> I, I would hope so. <laughs> Which guy is that? Uh, this that guy's the oh, nice. second, nice. second bandit. Yeah. Dope. That will go on to Targus. He's going to take three fire damage. How is Targus looking? It looks like he's still holding his own. Okay. Could I yell at him to run to me? You could yell out his name. His name in a word. Okay. Targus, here. I knew that that was what you're one. Every everything that every grown man wants to hear. Oh. He can't hear you over the crackling fire uh, in his ears uh, because he definitely got thrown right into the fire. And he's a little busy. He's. <laughs> let's see if just by luck he happens. <laughs> he runs off towards you by luck. Anyway. And that's where he is? He uses his full movement to get out. That's going to go off to the mercenaries. Uh, first one is over by melee. It's going to go ahead and take another attack at you. Oh, but then uh, also, well, also oh. um, uh, as a reaction, if it does hit and do damage, um, I use my Feral Trance to have the damage. Okay. Or sorry, not my it, Feral Trance. It's a Warden's Resolve. Does a 12 hit? Uh, no. A second bandit is dead. Is dead. Third bandit is also dead. Fourth bandit is over here. He just saw his buddy throw one of his enemies into the fire, and he's feeling a little charged. So he's going to run up to Goon and attack him. Does a 10 hit? No. A 10 does not hit. Uh, you dodge out of the way. Uh, you see him come with a long vertical slash down and you just turn a little bit to the left and his turn is done. That's going to be on to the shadow. Shadow attacks Halen. Wisdom. You gotta make a wisdom that's a fail and a half. So he has to attack somebody else or he loses the attack. You didn't take a hide action, Charvalco, last turn. Nope. So he he will turn around <laughs> like, mm, and attack <laughs> Charvalco. Okay. It's almost as if you're surrounded by a magnet. <laughs> Does an 18 hit? Yes. That's going to be 2d6 of damage. Yowza. Okay. Eight damage to Charvalco. Uh, that's going to be off to Buffgate. 
I'm gonna look at the shadow and be like, you know, you can't fight your own battle, so you gotta call in some friends. You're weak, man. And do my unsettling words. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's only a one. So he gets a minus you, one. You are he talking gets... to a shadow. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he, he only gets a minus one to his uh, save, but uh, I'm gonna do it. Hold it! <laughs> and uh, hold try it. and hold, hold person on him. DC 13. Freeze, mister. Wisdom save. You lucky bastard. Oh! Uh, it is held. The shadow is held once again. He is uh, in his paralyzed. Play. It's paralyzed. Wait. Does that mean all no. attacks land on him or something? Unfortunately, the shadow is immune to paralyzation. What? <laughs> yes. You should have read the handbook. <laughs> <laughs> so he okay. can still take his action. All right, so that guy tries to do a downward slash on me, and I sidestep him like an anime character with his hands behind his back. I make eye contact with the berserker. I'm like, surprise, motherfucker. You see his hand light up with electricity, and I'm going to cast magic missile at the berserker. Ooh, nice. That's an auto hit right there. Uh, So give me your damage. Yes. Oh, God. 13 force damage. 13 force damage towards Berserker. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else you would like to do? I am going to move away from the guy in front of me and run over and grab if I can. I know he's going to take an opportunity attack, so go ahead. Opportunity. That's okay. If you want to roll for that real quick. All right. 15. That hits. 15 hits. Four damage. Okay. I'm just moving back five feet to where my gear is. Okay. And I'm going to use my, if you'll allow me to use my bonus action and the rest of my movement to take the Tesla coil arm and put it on. A lot. And that ends my turn. That'll come back to the top to Halen. I have a question about movement. Yeah. So I could move somewhere, do something, and if I haven't used all my movement, I can move again, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm going to attempt to move... Take a nice lunge to Targus, and I believe the dude's going to attack me when I do that. He will. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The Shadow's Opportunity attack misses, so you're able to move up to Targus, yeah, no so problem. Yeah, so I get to Targus. Targus has been getting his legs uh, on, uh, gotten the fire off his legs, right? So he's, uh, yes. he's getting all that gone. His cloak, though, seems to still be on fire. It's wild, right? I <laughs> 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 Let me use my bonus action to rip the cloak off his body, still on fire. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. And then I'm going to turn around. I'm going to get right up in this guy, and I'm going to jump on the shadow with an on-fire cape. Okay. Here's how I'm going to do this, okay, Halen? I want to make this happen. Um, <laughs> for the bonus action to rip the cloak off of targets i want you to give me a sleight of hand if you succeed Shit. you will have the coat in your possession and you can use the action it should be good for you because your dexterity yeah yeah you should be pretty dexterous 17 you rip the cloak off clean go ahead and give me a grapple a nine 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 Opposed strength on the shadow was a natural one. Oh, <laughs> justice is served. Oh. oh, you tackle this shadow in a flaming cloak of glory. And, and if I need would... to, also if I need to take damage, I fully expect to be taking damage. That uh, take. Know. It's going to be a one d six for the both of you. 
I'll roll for the shadow's damage. You roll for your own. Shadow got three damage done to it. You did more damage to yourself. I got five. five. (laughs) Evidently, shadows can burn. Really? Evidently. Somehow. Some way. Uh, But I don't want to be that kid that complains about not getting homework. (laughs) (laughs) But but we did all fail our Tessia's bets. Oh, yeah, that's right. We should be going at disadvantage. So the next person up can do that. That would have been a while ago, though. That, that was oh, yeah, that, my that first attack. Ago. That, that was gotcha. back when I rolled my initiative. Damn it. <laughs> so teacher, from here teacher. on out. I already rolled my disadvantage. <laughs> you give us homework. Yeah, Maeve rolled on disadvantage on her first attack. All right. But everybody else is going to have to roll disadvantage on their next roll. For me, anyway, I don't think I've rolled a d20 since we started. <laughs> really? So by, just yeah, real quick, so a shadow being enveloped in light, that doesn't do anything... Uh, Awesome to it. <laughs> it's on fire. Staying fire. Yeah, like you see like flames coming off of the shadow's form. Like that's pretty cool. That's going to be off to melee. I'm gonna be going after that one. Alright. Bandit number one. Go yeah. ahead and roll your attack. Does a twenty-two hit? <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, a 22 hits. All right. So that was my long sword. So five slashing damage. Melee, take him out. Nice. It's a messy kill at this point because I'm not really myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just messy kill, blood splattering, and some actually gets onto Schmeagli. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. And, Schmigley is right next to you. Yeah. And yeah, he and, just gets, like, bathed in blood. Just Yeah, it's, it's like a diagonal, like, the torso doesn't quite come off. It just flops over. <laughs> Schmigley's dumbstruck. And then I'm also covered in blood, too, and I'm like, and then I turn around to see, like, to look at everyone else, and then my eyes are, like, still wolf-like. We're all like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> You still have your movement if you would like to use that. Oh, yeah. So I'm moving towards the berserker. So Okay. I want you to roll a perception at disadvantage, please. All right. Bam. Does 11. As you run up on this bold brick house that just threw Targus, who is stocky man himself, mm-hmm. you run up on this house this guy as you come up on him you see something one big slash across the neck and you recognize this person as your mercenary bouncer buddy crutch wow the plot thickens oh Oh, how the turntables have oh shit yeah he's in a blood rage right now doesn't seem to have noticed or recognized you at this point I see it's him so I'm actually gonna Try to be like, crutch, it's me. I know it doesn't look like me, but it's me. I'll give you a persuasion. This will be the last persuasion roll for this turn. All right. It's a seven. Seven total. He does not seem to be fully there. You've seen him like this before, only on a couple occasions. Mm-hmm. And he was almost inconsolable. Mm-hmm. Talking to him is not going to get through. Mm. That's going to go down to Schmigley. He sees you run off that way, and he he is just in shock. Um, 
uh, he stays exactly put. Like he's he's just he's just shaking a little bit. He kind of moves his face, his hand up to his face, and wipes it. Oh dear, this is a mess. <laughs> he's also just completely out of it, and that's going on to Crutch. And uh, he just saw you come up at him, and he's going to try to attack you. All right, but I use my reaction to have if he hits. Okay. Is it 22 hit? 22 hits. 22 hits. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a D12 halved. Okay. Three damage. And the hell, Grudge? <laughs> and he comes back for his multi-attack. 10 hit? No. He comes back for a horizontal swipe at you and you back away just in time. Mm-hmm. You can see his eyes are completely bloodshot. Charvalco, that'll be your turn. So then I will just give an attack with advantage. Nat 20. Plus an attack. <laughs> Let me go ahead and pull out one dim dang dang old cards right here. Double damage and the target must take a DC 12 constitution saving throw on a field save. The target can make one less attack on their next turn. It's dead anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely making one less attack. <laughs> it's definitely making one less attack this next turn uh, because as you slash through the falling apart figure of the shadow, the last bit of it just splits off and it dissipates in a screaming, imploding hiss. That'll be on to Targus. He's pretty pissed off that he just got thrown into a fire. Um, he's going to push past Jeff. Targus, wait! Jeff tries to stop him as best as he can. <laughs> I'll give you a persuasion with reaction. 17. As he's passing by you, his head turns and he stops just for a momentary second. And you're able to gently grab his arm. Extra killing isn't going to do us any good. That's going to go to the bandit here. He's going to attack him. 22. Yes, that hits. Yeah, that hits. I got cocky. Three damage. Ow. Yeah, uh, he gives you a little poke, a little stab. <laughs> and, a little uh, stabby stab. That's on to Jeff Buffgate. So I'm going to shout out to both of them. Most of your comrades are dead. Your leader is dead. There is no point in continuing this. You will both die. And I'm going to do a persuasion. Roll it. Oh, that is 22. Crutch, do you not realize you are fighting May right now? You see Crutch snaps too. First he looks at you and he looks at May. The other bandit looks at you. I don't know who the hell this broad is. And he continues attacking. Since I didn't stop that other guy, I'm going to use my bonus action to give Goonie a bardic inspiration. Sick. <laughs> and that's on to Goonie's turn. <laughs> Goon, this asshole's not stopping. I did what I could. <laughs> so as soon as he was like, I don't know who this broad is, I went, wrong answer. And I take the Tesla <laughs> coil and I punch him as hard as I can with a charged uh, thunder fist. Does a 13 hit though? 13 hits. Okay, so I'll, I'll keep the Yeah, party. straight 13 hits for sure. Eight damage. He was already wounded. You see one of his open wounds and you just stick the Tesla coil into the wound and it just... <laughs> you see his skeleton light 
up and he falls down to the ground dead. I pull the Tesla coil back and blow the smoke off the top of it. <laughs> well, I did all I could do. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Goonie and I'm like, thank you. And seeing as how Crutch has been snapped out of his rage, that's going to be the end of combat. I do believe that's also going to be where we call it. Yes. Once Upon a Die is Cody White as our DM, Jonathan Curran as Goonie Makeshift, Grace Lee as May Lay, Justin Tuthill as Halen Van Lichtenstein, Austin Wolf as Charvalco, and myself, Sean McAllen, as Jeff Buffgate. Music is licensed by Dark Fantasy Studios. Additional credits can be found in the episode description. Don't forget to check out our social media pages on Instagram and TikTok at Once Upon a Die and our Reddit channel, r slash die, where you can comment, post your theories, or if you just want to chat, we'd love to hear how we can make a better listening experience for you. Thank you for listening, and until next time, have some fun and roll some ones.